so what does that mean? That means that if I want to be confident, I have to do the things that I tell myself I'm going to do. I have to keep my word to myself. Hello, and welcome to the Happy Go Joy show. I'm your host, Joy Doi Ogunea, professional uplifter and one of the happiest people you'll ever meet. I'm an ambitious mom of two who is on a mission to help people like you live joyfully no matter what. I believe no one deserves to be miserable and everyone deserves to be joyful. So on this show, you can expect honest conversations, actionable tips, and biblical wisdom to help you tackle life's challenges with ease, confidence, and a whole lot of joy. Get ready to get uplifted. Now let's get to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hi there. Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Happy Go Joy Show. Like always, I'm always so thrilled to spend this time, to spend this quality time with you. Whoever is listening, wherever you may be, you may be taking a walk, you may be resting. In whatever situation you find yourself, I'm just so grateful that you've chosen to be here to listen to me. (laughs) Well, today is a solo episode and it comes from a question that I get a lot and I thought it could serve other people who are also wondering and also trying to figure out how to become more confident. I get the question, how do you become so confident? Um, What do you do to keep your confidence up? And all that good stuff. And the truth is, I haven't always been so confident. That's the truth. I I would, for a long time, I actually did not consider myself as a confident person. But I will tell you what, prior to me feeling a semblance of confidence, I would always get nervous, especially when I found myself having to speak, which I have shared in previous episodes, a situation when I remember this so clearly when I was in middle school and I had an opportunity to be on stage. And that was like the first time that I remember having stage fright, extreme stage fright. And that stopped me in my tracks. As a result, I found myself not raising my hand up or doing things that scared me or doing things that challenged me. I truly, I was frozen in time, I would say, from that experience. And as time went on, I had this desire to speak. I had this desire to use my voice. I had this desire to be bold and to be confident, but I would always find myself shaking in my tracks, right? Being scared to express what I wanted to be able to express. And just with time, I had to kind of fight my way through it. I noticed that when I did things that scared me, that helped me, like it helped me become more confident. The more and more I did things that scared me, the more and more confident I became. But I'll tell you what was a pivotal moment for me when I realized the source of confidence. What sealed it for me is looking at the definition of confidence. I remember a speaker speaking about confidence and that was something that totally transformed the way I saw confidence. So if you look at the dictionary of you, yeah, if you look at a dictionary, which I did, Confidence, the definition of confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. 
I would say it again. The definition of confidence states it's the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something or have firm trust in something. So that's one. Another definition that I really like is from psychology today. Psychology today. Another definition that I like from psychology today states confidence is a belief in oneself. The conviction that one has the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed and the willingness to act accordingly. So I'm going to repeat it again so that it penetrates deep within. The definition from psychology today states, confidence is a belief in oneself, the conviction that one has the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed and the willingness to act accordingly. So I will tell you the thing that did it for me was realizing that confidence starts with trust. Confidence starts with trust. And this teacher who broke it down for me is you think of the world though you think of the word confidence, confidence. It comes from the root word confide. Confide, if we use it in our language, is really to be able to confide in someone, right? Like you're trusting someone, so you confide in someone. But the root of it is that it really starts with us. And the reason why we find ourselves doubting ourselves or not confident is because we're not trusting ourselves. We're not trusting ourselves. And I'll go deeper into what helps you trust yourself more. What helps you trust yourself more is doing things that you told yourself. So basically, the reason why we find ourselves struggling with confidence is because we doubt ourselves. We doubt that we'll be able to trust ourselves. We're doubting that we, we have, maybe in the past, we have disappointed ourselves. What do you mean by, you might ask me, what do you mean by disappointing ourselves? Let's say you made a promise, which we all do. The new year starts. We have all these great new year resolutions. We make a promise to ourselves. We basically say, hey, I'm going to go for a walk, which I'm so... I'm so, I've been so bad at, but we've made a conscious effort or we've made a decision. We've decided that going forward, we're going to do, uh, we're going to change course. We're going to start doing something or stop doing something. So we've put our stake on the ground and said, and we've told ourselves, this is what we're going to do. But as time goes on, we don't do it. And as a result, we start distrusting ourselves. Or we start mistrusting ourselves. We start doubting ourselves. And the reason why we doubt ourselves is because we said we're going to do something and we did not. So when I realized that, wow, confidence starts with trust. So what does that mean? That means that if I want to be confident, I have to do the things that I tell myself I'm going to do. I have to keep my word to myself. It's like any human being, right? We have people in our lives which we start distrusting. 
And the reason why we start distrusting them is because they have told us something in the past, but they have not kept their word, right? And the more they do that, the more they don't keep their word, the more we distrust them. And the more we lose our confidence in them, right? We, we use that word. I've lost my confidence in this person. I've lost my confidence in that person. We use that. We tend to use that for other people, but we don't use that for ourselves. I, know, I don't know about you, but I hardly tell myself I have lost confidence in myself. But not because we don't tell ourselves that doesn't mean we're not internalizing that. You see what I'm saying? So if we tell ourselves that, and we ensure that we keep our word to ourselves, we would find that we become more confident, not just in ourselves, but in general. Because confidence, when we think of self-doubt, it comes because there is like an internal doubt that is crippling inside of us that kind of makes us doubt our ability to do what we said we were going to do. Right, it doubts, but if you think about it, if you are confident in yourself that there is no challenge that you will ever encounter that you cannot navigate, then you will not doubt yourself. That's really why I like that definition that psychology of today gives, which is stating confidence is the belief in oneself. Confidence is the belief in myself that I have the conviction, I have the conviction that I have the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed. So for instance, if I have a new job and yes, maybe I don't know what to do at that moment. Maybe I'm still new. I'm still learning the ropes. I still have a lot to learn. I still have a lot of opportunity to grow. But if I trust that I would be able to learn, if I trust in myself, if I trust in my ability to train myself, if I trust in my ability to learn, then I will not shy away from raising my hand up, right? Because a lot of times we we don't put our foot forward or we don't put ourselves forward because we tell ourselves, well, I don't want to feel stupid. I don't want to look stupid. I don't know that thing. So we think that we cannot raise our hand and answer the question because we don't know. But I always say this too, to even people that I mentor, it's not about having the right answer. It's all also about having the right questions, So you being in a room and having an opportunity, yes, you might not have the right answer, but you might have the right questions and you need to ask those questions, right? So you asking those questions is just as good as you answering. A lot of times I actually think it takes much more to ask questions than to answer. And a lot of times we actually don't spend time asking the right questions or thinking about questions because we're in this mode of trying to impress. We're always thinking of how to impress other people. We're always thinking of how to put up a show, a facade to, I which I don't like. I really don't like that term, fake it till you make it. Confidence is not about faking it till you make it. Confidence is about exuding what you have inside of you. Confidence is about being courageous to do what scares you. Confidence is not about faking it till you make it. 
Confidence is about being courageous to do what scares you, being courageous to be a fool for a minute, being courageous to raise your hand up even when nobody else is doing so, being courageous to do things or to find yourself, place yourself outside of your comfort zone. That is what confidence means to me. And that's what I have found. I've found that once I'm able to, once I start trusting myself and the way I trust myself is by doing what I say I'm going to do, not just to myself, but to others too. If I don't want to do something, I, I try not to say I'm going to do this. Like the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. If you cannot say yes to that thing, don't say yes, say no, Right? Because that's why we distrust ourselves, because we say yes to a, to a circumstance or situ- situation, to whatever, even though inside of us, we want to say no. So we say yes, and then we end up not fulfilling what we said we were going to do. And as a result, we break that promise, not only to that the other person, but we break that promise to ourselves. And the more we do that, it chips away at our confidence. The more we do things that uh, give us the ability to mistrust ourselves or distrust ourselves, the less confident we become. So really, confidence starts with trust. And I would say it starts with trusting yourself and personally for me, trusting God. Depending on what you believe in, depending on what your belief in. For me, when I realized that, when I found myself in doubt, it's because of I was not trusting God. I wasn't trusting God. I wasn't trusting. For me, it's Jesus Christ, right? Like I wasn't trusting. And the more I realized that it is not by my power, it's not by my might, it's by the Spirit, says the Lord. I need to trust I need to trust God who is greater than me, who knows all things. I can do my best, which I do, but I leave the rest to God. And once I started trusting him, I started finding that I was more confident, right? So trust in myself, trust in a higher power. For me, it's God. Trusting in Jesus is my way of becoming more confident has helped me to become more confident because if there's one thing I know for sure, yes, you trust man, which is people, right? You trust man to an extent. The thing is humans are flawed. We are all flawed. So I find it hard to put my whole trust in humans because the reality is that We will always disappoint people. Humans are destined to disappoint people. So I have a bigger, I have a better shot (laughs) of trusting someone who is tried and true, who is worthy, who I know will not let me down than putting my trust in people who will let me down. It is just our nature. I will disappoint people. So the same grace I give myself is the same grace I need to give other people. So trusting yourself, trusting in God, stepping outside of your comfort zone, which is what I mentioned with trusting yourself. When I when I raise my hand and do things, the more I do things, 
out of, out of my comfort zone or the more I step out of my comfort zone, the more I find that I build that confidence because I've no, I, I tell myself and I realize that, wait, if I've done this before, or if I've done this hard thing, then there's nothing that you wouldn't put in my part that I would not be able to tackle. It only increases my confidence in myself because I've been able to do something that is hard. I've been able to step out of my comfort zone. I've been able to prove that I can do that. So for me, that's what that's the self-talk I give myself. I remind myself, well, if you've done that before, then you can do it again. If you've applied to that school, you've you've taken those really hard exams, you've had that talk and you've spoken, you know, to 10,000 people even though that scared you. If you've done that, there is no situation that you wouldn't find yourself in that you will not be able to overcome. So it's really, I found putting myself in uncomfortable situations and truly stepping out of my comfort zone has helped me, has helped me to become a more confident person. And it's a work in progress. It's also, as I said, when I make promises, keeping those promises, keeping the promises that I make to myself and keeping the promises that I make to others. Because the more I do that, the more confident I become. Another one that I really want to be able to talk about is about setting boundaries. I found by setting boundaries, I have become more confident. Because now the boundaries, and I truly say like boundaries are golden. They're, they're, they're necessary I think we've, we have this warped idea that setting boundaries are horrible. Setting boundaries means you're mean. Setting boundaries is not, doesn't mean you're nice. Setting boundaries is cruel. And I truly believe it's our world that has messed up this definition of boundaries. But the reality is boundaries are not just for you. They're for the other person. They're for other people. Because once you have clear boundaries, you have boundaries and you're able to clearly articulate it. I find that I become less resentful towards other people, right? I'm not resentful towards other people because I've set proper boundaries. When you find yourself being resentful towards other people, it's because of you have not set healthy boundaries. And it's not that person's fault, the onus is on you to set healthy boundaries. So once I set healthy boundaries for myself and for the other person, because it helps both of us, I don't want to be resentful towards you. So I need to set healthy boundaries. You would thank me for it. I'm not doing it just for me. I'm doing it for you, for both of us, for this relationship to thrive. We need healthy boundaries. And with healthy boundaries, I become more confident in myself. Right, Because I don't think that I am doing anything that is detrimental to who I am. right? And as a result, there is no reason for me to doubt my capability. There is no reason for me to doubt my ability. There is no reason to doubt who, who I am in every situation that I find myself in. So... Setting healthy boundaries, and I need to do a separate episode on healthy boundaries, is paramount, is paramount to 
becoming and being confident and really truly being in your power. Another tool that I use, which I used to use a long time ago, sometimes I use it, is, which I use, actually still use it, if I'm being honest. I remember, and I think it was this book, I think it was Amy Cuddy. I would, I'm going to look for the book and put it in the show notes. And it was about this lady who was talking about power poses. And she would say when you have, she, there was so, there's so much research that has been done on power poses. And for instance, if you have a presentation, she found if you have a presentation, you're about to give a presentation and you're feeling, you're not feeling confident in yourself, how you stand, your posture, how you carry yourself can make or break you. It can help you. So a technique that she recommends is before presentation, going, going into the bathroom, looking into the mirror and doing a power pose. And this is standing strong, like having eagle wings, right? Like doing an eagle wings pose where you stand up boldly, you stand tall. And that physiological change in your body actually changes your position and gives you that boost of confidence that you need. And it is so true. It is so true. So even when I am, and a lot of times we have a lot of Zoom calls, we're in Zoom, we're in a virtual world. I find myself when I'm in doubt or even when I'm in doubt, I look at my posture. And a lot of times you might find that you're slouching, right? You're not standing up tall. You're not standing up right. So by just changing your physiological state, by standing up right, by putting your head tall and by walking tall and just having an upright posture, that exudes confidence. That exudes confidence. This is something that I try to teach my children, particularly my daughter, where you're, when you're walking, stand tall. When you're walking, don't slouch. That alone makes you just do it. Do, do the exercise with me. You would find that you exude this confidence that just comes through just by the way you put, just by the way you walk, just by the way you stand, just by the way you see, sit. The uprightness changes your posture. The uprightness changes your inside. Same thing with clothing, same thing with appearance. I know and there's so much research that has been done, especially research around executive presence and appearance and how you carry yourself has a lot to do with the confidence you portray. I know a lot of times we might say that's shallow. It's shallow. Let's only people only care about your inside. But I would I would recommend that you consider it's not about people. You being conscious of how you look, you appreciating how you look or taking care of yourself. It's not about anyone. Right now, I'm not talking about how you're perceived by others. It's how you're perceived about yourself. Confidence has a lot to do with your, the perception you have towards yourself. It actually doesn't have to do with other people, even though we think it does. But it has a lot to do with how we view ourselves. As I just talked about trust, do you trust yourself? Do you like yourself? Do you like who you are? Right? Do you make with the promises you make to yourself? Do you keep those promises? Do you like how you are coming forward? Do you like how you speak? Do you like how you talk to other people? Do you like how you treat other people? You see, it's still back to you. And this is not in a selfish way. Far from the far from it. It's really about being conscious of who you are. What are you portraying? 
Who are you? And it's not about faking it till you make it. I just want to state that again. It's about understanding who you are and allowing who you are to shine through, allowing who you are to come alive, come alive. Let the world see who you are because who you are, you are magnificent. You are wonderfully made and you are not born to hide. You were born to be confident. You were born to stand tall. You were born to pursue your calling. And a lack of confidence has been holding a lot of us back. So I want to use this opportunity to encourage you to look within, take stock, and come forward. Let us see you. Don't hide. Stop hiding in the shadows and come to the light. Stop hiding in the shadows and come to the light because you were born to be confident. You were born to be confident. And these are just the intention of this episode was just to give a couple of tips, right? To help you become confident in every and any situation you find yourself in. And I want to submit to you Please start keeping the promises you give to yourself. Start keeping the promises you make to yourself because confidence truly starts with trusting yourself. If you trust yourself, you'll be able to trust others. You'll be able to trust what you bring to the table. You'll truly be able to trust God, right? So I, I, I ask you, and I know it takes a lot of courage. It does take a lot of courage, but you know what courage is? Courage is doing things, even if it scares you. <laughs> that is what courage. Courage is not just about thinking it's something that just magically happens or something that you should know how to do. If you don't know how to be courageous, just start with doing something that scares you. Start with being uncomfortable. Start with being bold. Because the world needs what God has put inside of you. Truly, we all need what God has put inside of you. I hope this served you. I hope this touched you. I hope this resonated with you. If you like what you hear, if you like what you heard, please share with someone who can truly benefit from it. Subscribe to the podcast and leave a raving review. I would really appreciate it. Until next time, live joyfully no matter what. Take care. Bye.